Hey y'all, it's Angela, the blah, blah, blonde. Um, let's talk about people in your life. I have spent a long, long, lot, a lot of, a bit, majority, a big portion of my life trying to talk people into spending time with me, which is pretty self-defeating and, uh, and it's, Definitely not something that I plan to keep on doing. Um, because, I mean, you know, like I've always said, people make time for what they want to make time for. End of story. So, you know, the people that don't want to be in your life, then don't, then let them go. Because, I mean, what is the point in, in trying to make someone want to spend time with you? And that goes for any relationship dynamic from either you know, romantic or friendships or even family. I mean, you know, I, when I lost my kid, I spent more time trying to seek people out to check on them and, and nobody was checking on me. And I'm not trying to throw a pity party here for sure, but you know, I can understand how my daughter kind of felt like she lost touch with people because the, before she died, she had sent out text messages and tried to reach out to every single person that was important to her and no one had time for her. And, um, I just, you know, I feel like that if that's the case, I mean, I understand life happens sometimes, but you know, whenever, uh, whenever things come up, who do you go to, to talk to? I mean, who's your go-to person? Like, I I would just like to have someone that I could count on. I mean, like, I, okay, look, I, I'll give you a good example. Um, okay, so my son doesn't have a reliable phone number. He has to use his number and Wi-Fi. So he doesn't, he's not a good person for emergency contact. So whenever I have to put down an emergency contact, I don't really have anyone. I usually put down my grandmother because her phone number has never changed my whole life. And... But, you know, at the same time, then it's going to be, it's going to come to a, a time whenever they're, you know, something minor is happening, but they still need to reach my emergency contact and she's just going to be worried sick about me, you know? So I don't really understand <clears throat> how that's going to help anybody. Um, I don't know. It's just weird whenever you don't have parents, you don't have siblings, you don't have anyone, uh, anyone in the relationship manner, you know, you don't have this or that. And so who do you put for your emergency contact? <laughs> and it's a tricky thing because it's like, you know, I used to have friends. I used to have people that I talk to all the time and I still do. Don't get me wrong, but I have noticed that those people of my, the people in, that are still in their addictions or, you know, just don't understand my sobriety and recovery or whatever, that they don't really want to hang out as much. I guess I'm not as fun or I'm, we don't have as much in common, which is not everybody, but there are some people that feel that way. Um, and I get it, you know. Maybe they don't want to be reminded of of the things that, that are totally achievable, but yet they're just not ready. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. It's not really my issue. My main thing is that I'm just going to keep trying to forge ahead and form friendships that are long lasting and sustainable in my new life, in my new recovery, in my new sobriety. 
Um, I don't want all of my friendships to be geared around a meeting either. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the meetings. I love being in the rooms, but I don't, that's not, that's not, that should not be the definition of who I am either. Like I have, I'm multifaceted. And so that's where I kind of lean on that note. Um, Hey, it's Angela, the blah, blah, blonde. So this segment, I'm going to talk to you about closure. A <laughs> uh, funny thing to me about closure is, like, I watch a lot of true crime stuff, a lot of Dateline, a lot of, just a lot of true crime. I've always been a very avid reader in true crime, you know, because I feel like you need to, even if you live in a la-la world like I do and believe everybody is good, you still need to know what people are capable of, <laughs> So, um, closure is a weird thing though. To me, I don't think that that it's really a thing because it's like you never really get back what, what you're looking for with this closure that they speak of. Like if, if let's say Taylor had been murdered and they caught the killer and he got sentenced to death or whatever the case may be, it's still not going to bring her back. It's to me, it would be justice, but it wouldn't be closure. You know, with a suicide, you don't really have anyone to blame, so you blame yourself because it feels terrible to blame the person that's died. I didn't blame anyone. I just knew that it was what it was. I don't know how I knew that, but I I can tell you that my faith had a lot to do with it. Um, but like in relationships, you know, there's no there's no such thing as closure. Sometimes you just need answers. As to why things went the way they went. And a lot of times the other person doesn't really even have those answers. Because they don't really even know what was going on at that time. You know. So I think closure is something you do with the door. <laughs> I don't really think that it's a thing for mental. You know. Emotions and mental and all that. That's just how I feel. You you could be completely different. I don't know. But it closure just seems kind of. Um, it seems like you're expecting to get something that never happens, so, and it's never going to happen, so how can, maybe they just gave it a label because it's so unachievable, I don't really know. Um, I can tell you from my experience, I, one of my relationships that was really long and ended very, uh, uh angrily and and just went right off the rails really pretty badly um years later when we became friends again really all it took for me to get past all that was an apology and and you know seeing that person and knowing you know okay yeah I he doesn't feel that way about me I don't feel that way about him but I don't want to kill him either so you know there's that um but I wouldn't really call it closure I just to me, it feels more like an amends and, <clears throat> and everybody got to move on with their life. Um, you know, there isn't, I don't know. I just, I just have never been a big fan of that word because I don't really believe it. I don't really trust it in mental health capacity. I mean, you know, like, like whatever I may have done to people in my addiction, if I go back to them and, and tell them why I did it and, you know, go through all the traumatic stuff that's happened to me and use all my excuses and bullshit. And then, you know, do you think they're going to feel better about what I did to them? No, they're not even making amends. They're not going to feel better about what I did to them, but they'll at least 
know that I have remorse. So, I mean, I just think closure is just kind of ridiculous. Anyways, I just wanted to share that with y'all. So, we'll talk again soon. Hey y'all, it's Angela the Blah Blah Blonde coming to you live, sort of live, semi-live, I don't know, from the car. Um, a few things are on my mind today. Um, I'm reading a couple of books, or I'm reading a book right now. I'm reading several, but the one that I'm, I'm reading most intently is um, a workbook that I downloaded, and it's actually one of six um, for mental health and... Um, I can't remember the name of it or anything, but it's t- it's basically talking about <clears throat> changing the way, you know, relearning yourself on how you think and, and feel and, and therefore go about your day. It's talking about teaching you self-discipline, um, goal setting, and, you know, teaching you to be an empath, which basically means it, it, it teaches you how to become more empathetic towards others and, and then therefore... You become a better listener. You become a better uh, person to interact with. And people can relate to you. They can trust you. And therefore, you can influence, you know, have a good positive influence uh, over things. And um, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, because I'm driving. So, I can't really read you this, the logistics of it all. But basically... Uh, it's basically just retraining your brain, which is interesting to me because, you know, with with my extreme grief, I have to kind of do brain exercises sometimes anyways. That's why I continue to read a lot and try to learn as much as I can every day to keep my brain, you know, in, in athletic shape or whatever to try to um, overcome my short-term memory loss and therefore, you know, and also to try to combat any dementia or Alzheimer's that may run in my family, which it does. Um, my mom didn't live long enough to experience any of that, but my grandmother, her mother, you know, had, had some dementia and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm very, very, uh, aware that that is genetically possible. And so I try to do as many brain exercises as I can. Um, Sometimes I don't really pull it off. I'm not consistent with it, which I need to be. Um, I can tell you that uh, for my, for me myself, um, in a depressed state, in a depressed state. Oops, sorry. In a depressed state of mind, and all I want to do is sleep. Then there are no brain exercises going on. Then, I, <laughs> so. Um, I'm trying to get my sleep schedule back on track because it's all cattywampus and, you know, I need to control that, control that narrative better because I need to start doing more with my day than just sleeping. Now that I'm feeling a lot better from my illness, I'm not 100%. I can still feel some struggles in breathing, but that may just be my new norm. I don't know. I, I hope to get a primary care physician pretty soon um and and get all that figured out but in the meantime I have what I need to make this work so um what's really weird is is how 
easily I just lumped right back into that whole sleeping for sport <laughs> I guess state of mind like you know and I and like I'm just exhausted all the time when in reality I'm really not I mean I don't know how I could be some days I slept you know like 16 18 hours a day a couple of days in a row like who does that who needs to do that you know I mean when I was sick maybe but now that I'm better it's just kind of got to be my routine and I don't really care for that at all because that just lets me know that I'm letting the depression take me over and even though I feel like I'm I'm doing better medication wise and mental headspace wise my body is still saying no you're still not doing as good as you can be so I feel like I need to put more into my more effort into my day more into my day and that's going to require me to change my mindset so that's kind of how that all comes full circle in 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 this book that I'm reading um the other thing is is you know completely off topic uh (laughs) about how we people perceive us that may or may not even know us like you know through social media or even through this podcast people think that they know me and they understand what I'm going through or they you know and I want to be relatable I definitely want to be relatable but at the same time you know I don't I don't share my look I share more with y'all in this podcast than I do any other living person on the planet except for maybe my therapist and only because he's a really good therapist and um I just I feel comfortable with him enough to to do all that Normally, I would not. Like, I normally would hold back something. I had one counselor at, at rehab that that I shared everything with, and I wish I could drive two hours to still be her patient, honestly, because she is awesome. And she is so great, and I know she's listening sometimes to my podcast. So, hi, Miss Hopkins. I miss you. <laughs> but, um, you know, so I don't normally just give let everything go and I certainly don't do it in my day-to-day interactions at all. Having said that, though, um, you know, leaving myself open and vulnerable here is kind of the goal for me to get better and to try to, you know, be to the point where someone else can understand and I might, you know, have the same same things going on that makes us similar or you know the same or whatever makes me relatable and what I talk about relatable to other people so but at the same time then I get messages sometimes um, on social media from people wanting or thinking that they know me and wanting to talk about things that don't have anything to do with me and I don't really know I don't really know how to bridge that gap because I'm trying to be uh, approachable without being standoffish and I'm trying to be relatable without, without, without being, uh, I don't know, without secluding someone else or, 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 you know, making them feel isolated in what they're talking about simply because I don't think that they are getting the gist of this whole podcast. And so I, I don't really know how to address that um, because I don't understand how how someone could be so far off the mark that they missed 
everything completely in my mind I don't understand the interpretation that it took in order for them to get to the point where they're at okay um, and I'm trying to be very empathetic and, and be keep an open mind and but I just can't like I can't find any way to to bridge that gap and reach this person in com- communication and I don't really know them and but they think that they know me and there's a lot of opinions being thrown around and I, I don't know it's just a weird situation because somebody you know obviously thinks that they know you you know it's kind of like your favorite celebrity or musician you know you you study them and you follow them around for everything they do you've seen everything you 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 know you're all over their social media or whatever the case may be then you think that you know them but you don't you don't nobody really knows anybody i mean you could be married to someone and sitting right beside them right now and and really do you really know them as much as you would like to maybe you do if if you do i hope i hope you do i hope that i hope that you do and your relationship is that badass and that your communication levels are awesome and i really do hope that that's the case but nine times out of ten it takes a long time to get to that that level unfortunately um intimacy physically is the easy part intimacy emotionally that's where it gets really tricky and and it's almost like a, a battlefield to try to you know get everybody on the same page and so i guess that's why i'm bringing this up now with with this these people that think that they know me um you know i'm not trying to be rude i'm not trying to be um standoffish or or i'm not trying i don't think i'm better I don't feel like I'm better. I feel like I just don't know how quite to reach you. So, I don't know. I just need to figure out a new way to communicate, maybe. Um, or to try to understand what you're trying to communicate to me. Um, having said that, I love all the feedback. I love for you to email me or message me on, you know, all the social media um Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, you know, I'll always talk to you if I can, and, um, just know that, that if, if, if I don't respond right away, it's not because I don't want to, it's because I'm really trying to make sure that I understand exactly what it is that you're trying to say to me, and that, that I don't, you know, I don't want to isolate anyone, and I don't want anyone to feel like they've come to me with something like that I think it's something stupid because I would never think that I'm not here to judge anybody um that's not my job my job is to basically just tell you how I'm doing with my shit (laughs) like I don't know how you're doing with yours unless you talk to me about it or you come on my show or whatever the case may be and it's not really my job to therapize you um because I don't have the qualifications to do that all I can do is listen (laughs) so anyways that's all I really wanted to kind of communicate and I hope y'all are having a great day and I will talk to you soon love and be loved